0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super
0: Duper.
2: I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary of Premium. Dick Anderson. Larry
0: Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vicarito. This is Don
1: Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is AJ Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Cole
2: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly. As the Miami Dolphins uh, bring their record to 7-3, and three, it wasn't pretty, but they got the job done. And in the end, that's all that really matters. Uh, you know, I've always preached that, and, you know, ugly wins in the NFL are wins. Uh, it's a tough league, and I've seen plenty of very, very pretty losses so i'll take an ugly win any day over that um but that being said there's still issues and you know we're going to go through it um you know the las vegas raiders are i don't know i mean they're they're somewhere in the middle uh, i guess um lacking a quarterback for sure uh so um you know you got to put that into perspective but nonetheless the miami dolphins beat the uh, las vegas raiders 20 to 13 and uh let me give you the stat line as always. Uh 2 of 28 for 39, had 325 yards, two touchdowns, had the one interception. Uh really was not sharp though. Um not a game that uh I would look back on as one of his better games. I thought he was a little a little off. There was uh a lot of opportunities, uh some some real open guys that he had missed and um uh, just not not one of his top games. Uh, rushing wise, uh, Raheem Mostert was your leading rusher. He was 22 for 86, and that was basically all your your rushing for the day. Um, your top receivers for the Miami Dolphins: Tyree Kill was uh, 10 for 146 and one touchdown, so he broke the 100-yard mark uh, again um, and uh, had a, had a pretty nice game. Did get a little banged up, which we'll talk about. Uh, Waddle behind him, four for 55, and Robbie Chosen, uh, two for 39. Those were your leading receivers for the day. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is the name that we'll talk about because it was the Jalen Ramsey uh, breakout party, um, and uh, he really shined. He had uh, two interceptions, including the game-winning interception, uh, which was just fantastic to see that. Uh, and uh, Jalen Phillips, uh, an outstanding day as well. He had two sacks, plus he had the one interception at the end of the game. So um, both of those guys played fantastic, and, and the Dolphin defense really won this game for them. Uh, for the second week in a row now, the Dolphins' defense has played really, really well. Um, they were outstanding uh, yesterday, uh, stepped up when they really needed to. And uh, of note, the Dolphins' D now uh, is now the 11th uh, pass, passing-ranked defense and the ninth-running-ranked defense in the league. So um, certainly take some notes of that. They're they're starting to really play well. Uh, from the Raiders' standpoint, Aiden O'Connell was your leading. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Aiden O'Connell, uh, quarterback-wise, uh, 24 for 41, 271, one touchdown. He had the three interceptions, as I mentioned. Uh, rushing-wise, Josh Jacobs. Fourteen for thirty nine, so certainly kept in check. And uh Devontae Adams was their leading uh receiver, seven for eighty two with the one touchdown. So so Rich, you know, when you when you look at that, um, you know, listen, the Dolphins have not really they haven't beaten anybody really good. Uh they've beaten a lot of bad teams. This is a team I think is kind of in the middle. I mean, they're playing, they're playing pretty well. They're, they were off a two-game winning streak. Uh, you know, they're, obviously their quarterback position is a big question mark. They have a young guy there, so you know, maybe he turns out to be a, a decent quarterback. But at this stage, they were able to take advantage of something like that. So I don't know what you kind of get out of that other than, you know, it's a victory, a game that maybe in the past you, you could see them losing and, and they move on. Look, the
1: quarterback's no good but, you know, they have a very good running back and we neutralized him. We took away Adams out of the game. I think our defense played really good yesterday. I think that was one of the best defensive performances. And I, I thought we'd be a little stale after the bye weekend after the Germany trip, you know? I kinda expected this, you know. But So you thought we were, we were stale. I, I, I yeah, we were stale. And I I, I kinda predicted that and We've seen enough games over the early years where, you know, we lose the teams worse than that. So, you know, ugly win is okay. It's not going to hurt you. You know, it absolutely helps you at this point. And you got to move on. You know, you got to beat these teams that are crappy and, you know, and move on. And, you know, eventually you'll play a good team at the end. and we'll see what happens. But, you know, I think they're in a very good position right now. You know, they could really put, you know, with a win on Friday, they could put Buffalo in the rearview mirror. And, uh, you know. I think we're in a very, you know, it, this division is ours for the taking. I mean, if we lose this division, it's going to be a colossal collapse, you know. So yeah, well, you know, like,
2: I, yeah, as we said, you know, on on par from last week, um, you know, everything is laid out. I mean, they, they cannot have a better a better road ahead of them to win this division. And schedule wise, especially when you compare it to uh, the second, you know, team Buffalo and what they have the hardest schedule in the league remaining. I mean, that's it's just brutal. Um we said this is a five game streak where you know, you you really should go 5 and 0. I mean, you, you 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 look at it and um they're playing severely inferior teams before they even have to play uh you know, a a a fairly uh, difficult team in the next game? Dallas would be the sixth one, yeah, exactly. Dallas would be the yeah. the, the next tough tough game, you know. And I don't like. I mean, listen, I'm I'm not overlooking anybody, uh, but you know, I'm just oh, facing yeah. facts and reality, especially when you have a team right. that has been labeled they can't beat a good team. So, you know, that that's really where the next decent team comes, and it's Dallas. And you don't know where you, where you know they're going to be at that point, but that, you know, they have three. Fairly difficult games at the end of the season, uh, but you never know where teams are going to be when you get to that point. But this is the stretch where um, they should be able to cash in their, chip, their chips right now and uh, and and you know almost put themselves in a
1: like, in a really strong like like position. I said, you know, there's plenty of teams that won Super Bowls that got on a roll in the playoffs that nobody even gave them a chance. You know, so there's you never know. It's just like who gets hot at the end, really. You know, it really, it yeah, really which means nothing.
2: Yeah, you know, which would you know,
1: know
2: actually not be good. That that would actually not be but good that, though, because that's kind of the opposite of what the Dolphins are right now. I mean, the Dolphins are are playing really well this year, so for a team to do that, it know, wouldn't be the Dolphins. You
1: know, we're they're, they're being discounted a little bit though, Pat. You know, the, a the little
2: bit, a little bit. Out.
1: I mean, you know, well, yeah. they're, everybody's, you know, they you know, it's Detroit it's, you know, the Texans, you know, that's the teams they're harping on right now, and of course, Kansas Yeah, but nobody's teams, really right? harping on you the
2: Texans as, yes, the Texans, uh, listen. Uh, oh, you know, just skipping over to to the, to the next thing. And, then, the you Texans- know, and the Lions
1: have been like the most overrated team for the last 2 years.
2: Yeah, well, listen. The Lions have a better record than the Dolphins, so you can't say they're that overrated. I mean, give them some due. You got to give them some due.
1: Look, they almost lost to the Bears yesterday. Without
2: a yeah. collapse,
1: they lost to the Bears yesterday.
2: Yeah, but they didn't lose to the Bears. You know, I mean, yeah, you, you got to give yeah. credit where it's due. You know, I mean, it is what it
1: know, is. Bears yeah,
2: I yeah, I understand. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I don't, you know, I, I'm not saying the Lions are the best team, but uh, my point is that, you know, you have to uh, put it in perspective. I don't think anybody is certainly saying, the Houston Texans right now, um, you know, C.J. Stroud, outstanding. I mean, this kid is playing Phenomenal. I had no idea he was this good. The Texans were, in my eyes, a lot of people thought they were going to be, you know, up for the running of, of the first pick in next year's draft. So, you know, yes, they're, they're doing amazing for where they're at, but there's no, nobody really saying the Texans are going to be, you know, the team to beat to go to the Super Bowl. You know, the Dolphins are obviously in that upper echelon. So, um, you know, that's my point with that. It's no surprise, you know, as far as that goes and the way they're playing in the regular season. And you'll have to see when it all settles, you know, if they're able to keep, you know, the momentum going, you know, uh, towards the end of the stretch and then into the playoffs, which obviously remains to be seen, and we will see that, you know. Um, and, and, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of teams that have taken a lot of hard hits this year. So there's not a lot of great teams. In the AFC especially, and I think it's fair to say with the injury to Joe Burrows on Sun, uh, you know, last Sunday or whatever. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I mean, so that's another team now that's they out of the trouble, mix, right? They
1: were in trouble just with the loss last week. The fact that they lost Burrows, they're finished. You know, fun. At least that and, game and it's funny. Bad enough, but but losing Burrows are finished. You
2: know. Sure. And it's funny because you know we had said the week before that they were, they they look like the best team in football. You know, after yeah. that huge victory, right? So, you know, but they've uh-huh. been inconsistent. And they've been nothing but inconsistent all year. So that's just another team yeah. out of the mix, you know? Um, and, you know, Buffalo, if you want to stay in your lane right now, um, you know, is a team that has put themselves in such a, a bad spot uh, early on. Their injuries are through the roof. And they basically, uh, you know, have a schedule that is, you know, uh, it's brutal. brutal. I mean, it really is. It is absolutely brutal. So, um, you know, when you look at schedules like that and you're like, well, you know, listen, out of these six games, if you can go, uh, you know, uh, four and two, you're doing – they can't do that. I mean, they literally have to be almost perfect throughout the stretch so you really have yourself in an unbelievable position that you've never seen before in a long long time you know Um, so we have to see how that goes Um, a couple notes that I want to throw at you Um, of course we didn't come out unscathed in this game HN uh, re-injured that knee and he re-injured it very quickly. So he missed what four games, Rich, and then he comes back and he re-injures it. Their statement today was that they kept him out precautionary uh, for you know to hold him out for, for the for the jet game. Uh, and you know, listen, of course that's the right move if you you know that's what they should have did. But you know as well as I do, he did not look like he was ready to go into that game. He was injured, and it didn't look to me like he was sitting on the sidelines raring to go, and they said, no, we're going to take no chances. He was not going back in that game. He was hurt. And you have a no, short I, week I now.
1: Was going. The only thing that was good was, like, you know, he was still dressed. You know, like he, he, he wasn't in his street clothes, so right. maybe it wasn't as bad as we think. But we don't know what the injury was to start with.
2: So it's no, but you have, you know, you have a so short week. You basically have four yeah, days. You have four yep. days. So, and, and and the guy was out for four weeks, and he got re-injured. Yep. So, my my point is, you know, you can't expect, you know, you can't expect him to just come in like and you know, uh, for the beginning of the year. I mean, this is something that's a little bit concerning. And, uh, you know, a knee is never a good thing, especially when speed is your number one thing, and especially uh, when you're a running back. So that's a little bit of a concern. I'm not going to lie there. And, you know, they should really. Really take you know care and precaution uh, as far as he well, I, goes.
1: I'd love, I'd love to know what it was. You know, it's it's like I said. You know, tell me what it is. What,
2: well, you know, the, this so is wh-
1: like why can't they tell you why what, what's wrong with it? Is
2: it, this? Well, this the, is what you know, you, this you know, Rich. This is what you know. You know that it's not a tear. It's not a retear. Because if it was a retear, that would have come out now. So he didn't re well, it. So saying whatever saying, it was, was re teared, you
1: know. But was it, a partial, was it a partial tear to begin with? Not that, I, that I had heard, heard of, or, but, but. But we don't know what, th- they didn't say anything. We don't know if it was no, a but, thing. We don't know what it was.
2: No, but if it was a partial tear, there would need to be MRIs and stuff to see if that was partially torn again. And they didn't come out and say that no, today. No. They basically came out and said that he's going uh, in the jet game. That's what they basically came out and said. We precautionarily kept him out because he's going to be playing in the jet game. So that's where you have to, you know, look, read through that. Um, you know, I mean, if there was a, a tear, you would have to find out if there was a tear, and they didn't even go in that direction. So, um, yeah, I mean, so that that's where that's at. I guess uh, I, I know, I know what you're saying. I mean, it, it is a little bit. Uh, ridiculous as far as the secrecy and mystery of the injury, um, and and the fact that you come back after four plus weeks uh, in isolation with this thing, and you literally limp off after you know the first series or what um with the same Yo, injury again.
1: There was two carries, and he got hit, and I I said it right away when he limped off the field. He said he's hurt again.
2: So that that that's a concern, you know. That's definitely a concern. Yep and and that's why i'm saying just because you know you're hurt in that what game up,
1: up, did they say anything about hills hand
2: nothing to the no nothing to the extent of that you know it's just uh banged up and he heard it in practice supposedly too and uh and and so um you know i it's it, it's a little bit of a concern but no nothing uh nothing concrete as far as a, you know him uh, missing time that i've heard um but you know we'll see i don't like it i don't like the fact that you know he heard it and and it was a i guess a continuing thing he took that shot on there so um you know that we'll we'll see i mean uh, one, you know, one thing that's a concern is, you know, I say this all the time. I mean, if you, if I took Tyreek Hill out of that game Sunday, you know, did the Dolphins win? I don't think so. And so, you know, that that kind of makes you a little bit one-dimensional. And uh, and good teams seem like they found that that out. Um, So, you know, that's something that we're going to have to deal with going down the stretch. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, injury-wise, you know, he'll be fresh uh, moving forward because that's always a concern there. But, um, you know, I mean, that's that's two things that we have to deal with uh, coming out of this game. Uh, You know, and here you see the way the league is, so always a concern there. Um, Waddle, again, just such a workhorse and just seems like he takes so many shots. Uh, You know, the guy takes monster shots over the middle, all over the place. Um, You know, I worry about that, too, in a lot of ways, Uh, because, you know, it seems like when two is out – Waddle then becomes Tua's main focus, so it's a different perspective. You notice how much Waddle gets utilized when Tua's not in there? Yeah, that, as I soon was... as
1: Hill came back in, he didn't get the Wolf.
2: Exactly. Right. And that's my concern. It's, it, it's too much of the, the first read, and, and you know what I mean? Like, uh, why should that be such a dynamic change when Hill comes back, you know? That still should be care. such a weapon. Yeah, and, and,
1: yeah, and I don't, you know I don't get that either, you know. And you know so where was Spike yesterday? Like they seemed to be going to the other tight ends the whole time.
2: Yeah, he Spice certainly Spice
1: was Spice not it, of, he, he was not in the plan. Yeah. No, and,
2: and in fact you know? Hill had the big uh fumble, um, you know, uh, yeah. and so he was he was the main focus of that, which is, you know, is yeah. also strange, uh, you know, um the way they utilize the tight ends in this offense. Uh, You know, um, these are things that I guess they have to continue to work on. You you may call it being stale, Um, some staleness maybe, um, but, you know, it also seems like the rhythm kind of wasn't there as far as distributing um, all around, you know, a little bit.
1: And some of the play calling as we got close was ridiculous too, you know.
2: The uh, the play you
1: know, calling where, uh, uh, the in key situations, you throw the ball, yeah. You throw the ball, you do bubble screens, you throw the ball three yards when you instead of throwing it to the end zone. I don't understand any of that,
2: you know. Yeah, there's been some play calls in key situations. Well, the, yeah. the
1: bubble screens are just ridiculous. They do not work, and he, this, this, he's so stubborn, man, with this crap. Yeah, I know you don't like I mean, the bubble screen. It terrible. Well, it leaves your guys out to dry. We, you know, it, it costs us the Chiefs game for sure. Any chance we had to get back in that game was over with after that. It, you know, your, your receivers, you know, they're looking for the ball. They're, they're getting hit, you know, brutally sometimes. You know, looking for the ball and they get hit as soon as they catch it. It's just ridiculous. Do you really want one of your receivers getting get hurt for that?
2: Alright, on that note
1: when the autumn mist is drawing
0: near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and First and Ten. So follow
1: those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and The Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat
0: Catello Show, available now on iTunes.
2: Hi, this is Dick Anderson with the 1972 Perfect Season Miami Dolphins. We're listening to the Pat Catello Show.
0: You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975. While playing for the Miami Dolphins, he recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat (laughs) Cotello.
2: Everybody. You got Pat and Rich coming at you and we'll take you up to the Monday night football game which is uh really the uh I guess the matchup of the year. Uh rematches last year's Super Bowl as the uh, Eagles go out to uh to play the Kansas City Chiefs, so that should be a good one, uh, to say the least and uh, you know, the Chiefs uh being the front runner. Uh, right now in the AFC. It'll be interesting to see uh, how that goes, especially considering the Dolphins uh, played the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles not that long ago, so we'll match that up. And then we also played the Kansas City Chiefs not that long ago, so uh, always somewhat of a barometer there. And uh, just uh, a reminder, you can catch us on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes store, um, and uh, you can subscribe to us and get the latest delivered right onto your phone. Send us any Questions or comments, patcattalo show at yahoo dot com as well. Rich, um, another area of the game that I know you, hey, you always love quick? to hear thanks, is God, that. Uh, real quick? What, what? Yeah, yeah. I think I think the
1: coach is listening to the show because he just announced that Aishon will not need surgery, and he is day to day, and he's not ruled out for Friday. <laughs> just came across the NFL Network.
2: Yeah, which is that—that's from the report that he said today, and 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 they basically basically uh, kept him out for it. So, I mean, listen, he's obviously he's going to play uh, in, in this in, in the jet game, but it's in four ge- four days, and and like I said, not to keep hitting a dead horse, but you had over four weeks to come back to take two carries and limp off. So I don't know where yeah. you know what are you expecting four days later? I mean, it's got to be yeah, how, repercussions how that to that knee. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: yeah I know I mean. Okay, we've it's got to be.
1: They don't go away in four days. No. no. question
2: about it. No doubt about it, right? I mean, uh, you know, if you, if you re-sprained it, it's sore. Uh, but it, it, he took a shot onto the knee, apparently, too. Um, so, like, uh, you know, a direct helmet hit to it. So, uh, what does that add, like a contusion to it, too? Um, uh, yeah, obviously, guess. it's a very sore limb. I mean, we know that.
0: Yeah. So, uh
2: you know, I guess we'll see. You know, I mean, he, he, we come back and he's got 167 yards and two touchdowns. I guess we both look like clowns, right? But uh, you know, I hope. Hopefully, we do. Hopefully, we do. I'll put it to you that way.
1: Yeah, I I, I like to be wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. Um, another area of the game I wanna I wanna focus on because. Uh, it, you know, I know you love this, but, you know, are we not going to, like, at least brush upon the fact that Sanders comes in for a 50-plus yard field goal in a key situation and misses it, and the defense gets the ball back? The defense saves your ass and gets the ball back, so it doesn't matter. And then he comes and he does kick the short one, and then eventually he does kick a 50-plus for a good one. And that's all well and good, but this was something that we talked about. At key times against really good teams, you're going to pay the price. That will not get it done. You're going to be in trouble.
1: Yeah. I 100% agree with you. And I, I, I I do not want to see five seconds on the clock and him needing a 47-yarder. I'm not confident with that at all. You know?
2: No, but you're picking a scenario that's at the end of a game. That's like the coin yeah. flip to win or not. I, I yeah. get concerned with the key situations during games when there's always yeah, that one worry. kick that, that is so crucial to either stay in the game or to give a little bit of cushion, and we never seem to get that. We always seem no. to get the one after that, or the one that doesn't have the same ramifications. But we never seem to get that one that is so the, desperately the needed. Part
1: about it, those ones he misses usually ends up giving the other team points, because in so the way you know, the way, the way you get the ball back. You know,
2: oh when yeah, you, miss, okay. you
1: know, you get a, you get a gift with that with the orange now, and that usually hurts us too.
2: Absolutely. So yeah, that's so you,
1: lose points and you, you lose double points basically.
2: That's right. That's why in this situation the the Dolphins defense yesterday was outstanding. And it was outstanding in situations such as that when you really needed them to save your behind and come up key. And that was just a perfect example of it when the, when he, they, the field position on that missed kick, they were able to you know, to save, to get the ball back relatively soon. And and because of that, uh, you know, then it didn't matter. And then he wound up kicking, you know, the, the two field goals after that. But it's not the same thing. It's just not. And until you kind of realize that and start focusing on that, you know, uh it's going to be a problem somewhere, and it's going to be a problem against teams that are really going to capitalize, and, you know, you had brought up yesterday, you know, I had said, when you play good teams, this is why you, you, you lose, because they take advantage, and then, you know, you said, well, good teams also know how to, you know, not let them take advantage. Yeah, that's true, so the defense did step up and not allow it, but, you know, you still can't make the errors and put yourself in that position. I just think more times out than not, you're going to lose that battle.
1: Oh, there's Especially, no question. We were playing a very good team yesterday. We, we would have lost with all those turnovers. There's no question bad you know, yeah, with the field goal and the, and the, you know, and the turnovers, we would have lost. But, you know, yeah. hey, look, those you know, sometimes you play down to your competition a little bit. I just think, you know, they were just a little... They were going to be a little stale after that, you know, after the buy and stuff. We always are, you know, so we'll see.
2: Yeah, there's nothing we can do but see. Yeah, I mean, it is what yeah. it is, right? It's a game that we were expected to win, and you know, you won, yeah. and you know, so you don't really, you don't really answer any questions with it. You just do what you have to do. You cash the check <laughs> you and, know, and move we, on.
1: Neither, neither, one of us lead the 14. So you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there. you said they were the highest favorites, and how long?
1: Long time, you know. Like a long I guess the giant game they about that. I think the giant game. I think it was thirteen. I don't think. And this 14. Was, 14, think was fourteen, right?
2: 14,
1: yeah, yeah, it was the first time in a long time there were double digits. I remember, yeah, so
2: I think, it, I think it was
1: eighty-five. I think eighty-five. Marino was favored by eighteen and a half over uh, over Buffalo. For one game, and then with twenty-eight nothing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> wow That's something else I remember
1: somebody we knew took a teaser <laughs> and,
2: oh, well, Thomas, no oh boy. <laughs> oh, boy oh boy <laughs> i'll tell you you know um let's talk about the offensive line a little bit uh offensive line you know uh, is play, playing well but i think still not cohesive um it seems like they are uh still not playing as a complete unit. Are you seeing that, too?
1: Eh, you know, I don't know. You know, we weren't running the ball great yesterday. And I thought, like, you know, 2 didn't have a lot of time at some points, but we did neutralize Crosby, really. You know, he really wasn't a factor.
2: That's true. That's true. They, they absolutely did do that. Um, you know, yeah, there's no doubt about that. If you're going to put one thing on there. Uh, it, it, but Tua did get pressured. He did take shots. He was scrambled around. He took more shots in that game than he's taken in a long time. Let me just say that. Yeah. Uh, so they've been doing a good job there. Um, I'm just you know saying I mean, it just them? seems like.
1: You know what I don't like about Tua when he's in the pocket? Like He doesn't scramble away. He scrambles forward all the time. You ever notice that? Like, he never tries to get away. Like, he always goes forward and, like, there's three guys in him. You know, he never tries to go left or right. It's very strange.
2: Well, yeah, because he's had a lot of problems going left or right. So, I think that certainly was worked on all year uh, to avoid the left and right. I think we both know what, you know, took place uh, three times last year going left or right.
1: It was after he threw the ball. I mean, I don't know. That really was that scramble? Really no, that one wasn't. You know? No, that
2: one wasn't. But I I I think I think uh, the Cincinnati one won with, and then the, the uh, scramble, Green Bay. Got,
1: but he got rock you know against you know against the Bengals, you know.
2: Yeah. But he Cincinnati ball, and Green Bay.
1: Apparently. It was one on one, you know what I mean? I don't
2: know. Yeah. I, I mean, I've noticed that. I, I don't love his pocket presence. I think that there's some issues there. Um, you know, but uh again, he was back to running the ball head first. Yesterday, if you've noticed. Um, so, you know, there were some times maybe yeah. you could argue he needed to get the first down. But either way, he was running the ball head first all, all time. It was very different than the other, you know, times he's been running it uh, and the way he's okay. been running it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I guess uh, Armstead, uh, you would probably put up, as far as the key factor to neutralizing Crosby. Because um, I think he was basically lined up over him, right? Am I right on that?
1: Yeah, he was on him. Yeah, absolutely.
2: So, uh, I think,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, my favorite lineman played actually very well yesterday.
2: Yeah, he did. Played You've been overly critical it. of him he because I think that – well, he uh, I you've been overly center. critical because he's been put in situations that he doesn't necessarily right. yeah. uh, shouldn't have been right. in. And he's done yeah. adequate. At maybe better than yes. that compared to not having a starting center. You know what I mean? So I think you've been a little too critical of him because he's put put in well, really I'm tough situations.
1: Critical of the organization, though, though, not having a oh. real backup center. I think that's Yeah, that's who you should be. I don't yes. Him, you
2: know. Yeah, that's where it should go. That's where the criticism should yeah. go. It shouldn't really go on Liam Eichenberg because, you know, it's not his fault. I mean, he's basically uh you know, next man up, he's you know, he's volunteering to to take the bullet there. So, um, you know, yeah. he's been a lot better than you've given him credit for, and he's starting to really find his home there. And I guess that's what I talk about when I say cohesiveness to the line, you know. Um, they've had a lot of banged-up, you know, Lamb and all that. Uh, he played, uh, Hunt. He played
1: Bart yesterday, Pat, and now he became the second guy in pro football history to play every position on the line.
2: Only the second guy ever?
1: That's what they said, to play every position on the line. Yeah.
2: Now that includes the right and the left. Is that what that is?
1: Yeah, right, right, left, p- tackle of guard at center.
2: Yeah. Only the second guy ever. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, very surprised by that. But there you go. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big accomplishment, you know. And he certainly but doesn't need criticism from you.
1: You know why? That could be why he's all screwed up, you know. I mean, that's not, I don't <laughs> know if that's a good thing.
2: Well, it's a good thing in the fact that he was able to help the team out by doing that, because I don't think you realize the position they would have been in without that.
1: Right. It's I mean, you know. It's, it's a difference. Yeah. You know, all those positions he, are different, you know. Sure. Different. It's not easy. Yeah, of course you know, they
2: are. I mean, you got guys. You got guys coming at different angles, first off. You know, I mean, yep. centers are very different, and you're running reverse kind of things, and you have a lefty quarterback, too. So there's a lot of changes yep. from each one of those positions, you know? So, I don't know, maybe you want to take this time now to make a formal apology. That's what I'm I thinking. Said I, really I mean, you, you, the way I you talked about this guy.
1: <laughs> well, you know, he was
2: a high stick <laughs> too. No. Yeah, he was. He was. Remember, I remember I said to you, that, in my opinion, um, I think what's going on is the fact that we looked at Austin Jackson for so long uh, being a bust, right? They were so hard on him. He was taken uh, uh, basically um, in uh, uh, the, the first round, right? He was like your second first round pick, I think, in like what 2020 or something like that. He was in the tour draft, right? and and so he you know he was a disappointment for a long time and he's really stuck by him and he's really turned into a really, really uh, solid offensive lineman. I mean, he's, he's been doing really, really good now. He didn't even have his position, right? He was guard and this and that, and then they moved him to tackle, and, and now he seems like he's really found his spot and he's doing really well, and I think that's one of the reasons why they are so patient with, like, Eichenberg, who was also taken very high, I think, the next year after that, and, and you know, because they feel that, you know, these guys can really come into their own as time goes by, and, and and maybe, maybe they're right on that, because I do see a lot of these guys improving a lot. And, uh, you know, the whole trick to an offensive line is cohesiveness and consistency. If you keep the unit together, uh, it's going to get real strong and real good. But when you're banged up and you have a lot of injuries on it, it really creates havoc. It does. Yes,
1: yeah, it certainly does. You know, been so, our, our wh- a work in progress for, you know, 12 years. Right.
2: Yeah, oh, without a doubt, and, you know, this is, if it's, if this line was healthy, it would be one of the strongest lines we've had in a long, long time. Uh, But, you know, I I said Lamb and Hunt, there's been a lot of injuries to that, right? And, and, uh, you know, uh, and so uh, Connor Williams, obviously, uh, you basically had almost every position hurt, and Armstead just got back uh not that long ago so they've had a lot of injuries to it uh, luckily they haven't really been um you know year ending injuries or, but they've definitely affected the consistency of the line and uh you know maybe it's made some guys play play better filling into those roles uh but you know we'll have to see and hopefully you get healthy at the right time which is the key factor in everything
1: yeah i don't, I don't think it clips out that much longer i think a couple weeks
2: So it'll be interesting to see how what they do when he gets back, right? Um, Because he's the starting right guard, and uh, you know, um, you know they can shift the guys in and out too.
1: You know, it doesn't seem like they play the whole game. You know, did you notice that?
2: I only noticed it when guys get hurt. I mean, I don't think when when everybody's healthy, healthy, I don't think they do that at all positions. Maybe at some positions, but no, they um, do a
1: guard. Cause they, they do like they they definitely rotate a little bit, you know.
2: When they're, they're all healthy, thing.
1: yeah. When they're all I'm... healthy, because McDaniel was talking about that, you know, to get what everybody in there and stuff. What he say? said, like you know, we rotate, you know, the you know to the keep them fresh and, you know. They were doing that with, with you know with Liam too. Like he was, you know, he wasn't starting, but he was going to get playing time. He said that a few weeks ago.
2: Right.
1: So they have been doing. That.
2: Okay.
1: You know, it's hard to tell when you're
2: watching it on TV because
1: you don't really see that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, so really keep an really, eye on it. You don't see it until they make a mistake.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? That's, that's true. All right, right back after this.
0: Hi, this is Larry Little, and you're listening to the Pat Cotillo Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Cotillo. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Catello.
2: back to the final stretch here Yeah, Pat and Rich coming at you, we'll bring you up to this Monday night football game again this is the Eagles at the Chiefs, so it's a darn good one and uh, just looking around the league, um, you know, yesterday there was some uh, some weird games and, and stuff like that, but it also is, is kind of defined more. We talked about Joe Burrow's getting hurt now, and he's out for the year, so that's obviously a big piece taken out of there. Um, and then Green Bay uh, beat the Chargers again, so um, you know Herbert again. Just you know, as we've always said, he just doesn't win, and so the Chargers now are really uh, you know looking like they are going to be fighting for you know their playoff life at best and, and do not seem like they are you know that team that everybody thought they could be um and uh Cleveland also beat Pittsburgh on a game winning field goal so Cleveland is, is is playing really really well and uh and of course the New York area uh has uh, uh Tommy DeVito now uh, beats uh Washington so uh and he sets a record he's uh now the uh and I don't know if you knew this uh Rich but he's uh uh, five touchdowns in two games is the all-time record for a new quarterback in his first two uh, starts, so there's that. But the reason why I bring it up uh, is because you had said, and I think you're right, um, Washington, probably the first team now, um, that's really uh, you know, used it as a dead man walking, but it, it really is true. I mean, that, that coaching hot seat there is, uh, okay. it, is like it, the, the first one, I think, that's going to be um, you know ready to drop. And you don't think, uh, even though the rumors are there, that Belichick will go there. But either way, it seems like that's going to be um, the first sought-after coaching spot to open up. I would think at the end of this year.
1: Yeah, that one, and uh, <laughs> let's not, let's not forget San Diego, too. I mean, that's uh, that's a disaster, too.
2: Yeah, no, it I'd is.
1: Rex Ryan's even called for him to be fired You
2: know what what I wanted to tell you I've seen that I have that I have a note there Uh, Are you reading right through this too with this Rex Ryan Because I've been mentioning this for how long he has been trying to get an NFL job he's been putting down every coach for the last two and a half years desperately trying yep. to get back into the league right uh, I've heard of it. it was Buffalo and uh, the Chargers is his latest guy that he's coming out and he's given his resume that he should go back to division three and but it's just funny because this yeah. is about the seventh coach now I've seen him line himself up to try to put down and and, and get and the last time I remember somebody doing that was a guy who went to Miami after Don Trulo left. So, uh, you know, I just thought you it was look, funny, and I read I read I right through it, and I see you did, too.
1: The Chargers are fired by the coach. They're not going after a Rex Ryan. <laughs> I'll tell you that right
2: now. Yeah, well, well that's a, what you would do with a guy like Herbert. Yeah.
1: Yeah, right. so that's what They're you would do. Throw you should go out there. The, d- Offensive guy, they're not going go, after something like that. Yeah, go
2: after a defensive guy who can't get an offense going yeah. to save his shirt. Um, failed,
1: you know, who's failed miserably in two
2: places. But those are the two. Those are the two um, jobs that Belichick is rumored, majorly rumored. Uh, if he does leave to go to. So, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, uh, but I think that there will be openings, certainly certainly in Washington. And, uh, you know, I think the enemy went there thinking that, you know, he was going to maybe have a chance to take over that team. But it, it doesn't really work like that without success. I mean, that's what I don't think people factor in. You really don't take over a team that fails if you're on the staff. You need it, you know to be successful, and then to have the guy you know take off. So I, I don't know what what were you figuring that that Ron Rivera was going to have the team you know uh, going twelve and five with a playoff berth, and then decide to to hang it up. So I don't really yeah, see I, hit, I, don't, I don't really see him as yeah. the answer there.
1: No, no. And the and don't the new owner. Yeah, the, the, the Redskins don't with well, the, the Redskins, the Commanders, whatever. They don't have a quarterback.
2: There you no, go. no, they, they, one, they don't.
1: They had one. They had. They couldn't wait to get rid of the guy they had, right?
2: Could've yeah, won. I mean, they they've made some strange moves as far as quarterback when they don't like guys that have played decently there. I thought Heineke, you know, was is a guy that you know, listen, he almost won a playoff game. You know, I'm not saying he's great, but they they need a quarterback. I mean, to be honest with you, you're not really gonna. I mean, you're not, you you know, Heineke's not the quarterback that you necessarily need either. The point is that you know, I think that that new owner is going to go strong, strong for a big name head coach. I think that's what he wants. I, I think he's going to go strong after Bill Belichick. Now, whether or not he gets that and that happens, I don't know. But I do think he's going to go strong after that. And I talked last week that um, you know Belichick's obviously from that area, so there is a lot that can make sense there that I could see, um, you know, possible. Uh, and then, and then of course the, the Chargers uh, is the other team that is really um, a, a, salivating kind of uh, uh, job uh, if it it becomes opening because of Herbert and, you know, a lot of the weapons they have besides, you know, um, being out there and, and, you know, just the perks and stuff that come with, well, it used to be uh, uh, San Diego, but now you still get the L.A. perks and and, and all that. So, you know, um, we'll see. I mean, but I think that those are two spots that, Will probably be available at the end of this year if there's... Yeah, I, I just think it's going to be.
1: Yeah, I, I would absolutely think so.
2: Now, uh, also going around, I would be remiss not to mention one of my absolute favorite moments that I have had watching football in the last 50 years. It is the funniest moment that I have seen. It is uh, absolutely so jet-like, and I know that uh, the Internet is ablaze today. Bleacher Report had it as its top story with a, a, a reoccurring loop of the video going round and round. But for those who have not seen it live, this is the one time I wish that we had a video that I could show you all, but... I'm referring to, of course, the the Robert Sala takedown of Zach Wilson uh, as Zach Wilson was scrambling around to the bench uh, area on the sideline. And as he approached Robert Sala, Robert Sala, in in a somewhat uh, uh, failed effort, I guess, to obstruct him, decided that rather than to stop his motion, he would clothesline him and body slam his quarterback the ground, (laughs) and Zach Wilson jumped up, and uh, he seemed so perplexed confused, and in a daze, after seeing Salah uh, absolutely body slam him, uh, it, it was something I had never seen, I had to watch it back again, before. I, I couldn't believe my eyes, it was so jet-like, and it was so hilarious that Salah even got up and gave a grin like, I can't believe this just happened, and I just absolutely manhandled my starting quarterback, and, and uh, well, to make up it for it, he then benched him. No. Yeah, he wasn't a starter for much longer. <laughs> so after the body slam, he decided, I'll take him down and then I'll bench him, which he did. So, so there's that. But oh. for anybody who hasn't seen this yet, uh, you must go online and, and, and look at this. And uh, it is just absolutely outstanding. One of my favorite jet moments of all time. So, uh, so please do that. So and, now, and who's the new starting quarterback now, Rich?
1: Tim Boyle. Imagine get bench for Tim Boyle.
2: There you go. Tim Boyle. You're the
1: second pick in a draft and you just got bench for it. Tim Boyle. The man's own three as a starter. <laughs> I think he's got three touchdowns and nine interceptions. <laughs> you got bench for that.
2: Wow. <laughs> wow. I'll tell you. It's uh <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, you know, so he, what? He, he what was it like? The guy was lights out. I think he lights out. Hours. He he lights out. He <laughs> threw a pass <laughs> to nobody. Then he threw an yeah. interception, which was then called yeah. back because they ruled that it hit the ground. And then to make up for it, nine guys grabbed his mask, his neck, and threw him to the ground on a 15-yard loss on a sack. And then he went uh, off the field. That's how that was his introduction to the NFL. So, uh, and, and and let me tell uh, you why on I'll earth would I'll, Aaron Rodgers? i
1: I'd hurry back
2: if I was yeah. Aaron, why on earth would Aaron Rodgers want to hurry back for this? Can you answer me that? Why?
1: Because maybe that man butt's growing into the head.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I really don't understand why in any way you would rush back to (laughs) a team that's probably mathematically eliminated from the playoffs by the time you have the opportunity. It just doesn't make any sense.
1: They're 4-6 right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're 4-6, right? So, for them, (laughs) they don't really have to go. There's 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 seven games left. They would have to go like (laughs) – (laughs) they're <laughs> gonna have to go five and two to have
2: a shot. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> five and two would get them what? Five and two would get if they're, they're four and six right now. Is that right? So five yeah, and two is right, getting them yeah. to to what? Nine yeah. and eight. Is that what you're saying? Nine and
1: eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, that, that was like you know to have any kind of possibility,
2: they'd have to go five and two. You know. Yeah, and how? Look, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, and you may not make the playoffs with that either. You know. Yeah, I was so gonna. Why I would mean, you want to come back? Yeah, when I mean, I guess
1: come back, they're going to be gone. You
2: know, I mean, I guess that you possibly could make the wild card with that, but it, you're certainly not going to be the top seed. You're going to be basically squeaking in as the last, and and you have and and you have to go five and two to do that, which seems like yeah. almost impossible. Uh, yeah, well, it's... yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, you know, unless Mike Singletary coming back, is he coming back yet?
2: I think, I think, I think he got the next best thing. I think they announced today Robert Sala is actually going to line up as middle linebacker. So, I think he got a shot. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, you
1: know, I'm so sick to hear that this is, this is some great defense. They're not even the number one rated defense in the league. I mean, I think Kansas City is right now. I think they're like six. You know? I mean, and after yesterday, I don't think they, they probably dropped even further.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, they're, they're making out this team to beat this, like old pipe, great defense. It's like, you know, I got you. The other side of the ball is horrendous, but that doesn't mean that your defense is great. I mean, give me a break.
2: Yeah, I, it, it's it's really a crazy, crazy situation that's going on over there, and uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see how yeah,
1: it plays out. These Jet fans really think they had this old pipe defense. It's like you talk to them, and they're like they're like delusional. It's like, oh, guys, you're you're
2: insane. Now, continuing around the league, uh, it looks like uh, San Francisco seems to be back on track. They're playing really good. Brock Purdy had a real big game again. Um, so they, they look like they're uh, rising back to the, the top team in the NFC. Um, you know, there's a few teams that I guess are still uh, – you know, showing that like they're the the elite ones, right? Um, and I always keep I always keep an eye on you know on some of these teams, uh, but they they look like they've bounced back in a big way, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know
1: if you're going to get a full glimpse tonight. It looks like it's pouring in Kansas City, so I don't know. If, really? You know, uh, yeah, it, it looked like with the pregame, it looked like it was pouring. So who knows? You know,
2: got that, that storm now, we're
1: getting within a week.
2: Now I would imagine it's pretty cold there. I mean, it may not be freezing, but it's got to be close to it. So that's going to be real rough conditions, huh? Yeah,
1: it doesn't look fun. They said hmm. that people start tailgating for Monday night game there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no,
2: that's a big tailgating spot. That's a big <laughs> tailgating spot.
1: 9 in the morning. That's worse than a job.
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's it's exactly what that is. <laughs> they start at 9 in the morning. That preparation don't start at 9, I'll tell you that. Yeah. That no, starts on not, Wednesday. That's...
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no question.
2: Well, that's a, you know,
1: look, there's no way you're doing the whole routine. and that I barbecue, okay? I smoke. There's no way you're doing it all there. You know what I mean? That's like, a, yeah. you, you started two days before and you're bringing it half cooked. You know? Yeah. There's no chance you're doing it all there.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, fifty bucks right now if you can name all the teams in the NFC South and tell me who's leading. <laughs> <Jacksonville>. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not even in the NFC. Let me put this. <laughs> that's good enough for me. <laughs> you know what? Who cares? <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. Yeah. I can't, uh, I can't, I can't,
1: I can't even date these damn divisions. It's just they changed. Nobody still can. Yeah, no, um,
2: it is confusing. What, what was that division in hockey they used to have? It's becoming like that. It's getting so silly yeah. with these divisions. It really is. And then they <laughs> want to realign. a
1: Division, Patrick Division. Remember all that crap? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was just.
2: Ouch. Oh God! Yeah. So yeah, you know. So I guess when uh, you you see um, you know the way everything's shaked out, it, 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 this league is kind of starting to settle a little bit. Um, and uh, and I guess by settle I mean you know as far as like top teams, and then you have you can kind of tell who's like the really bad teams, and then. Uh, and then you have that, that group that we used to be always in. So at the very least, you could say we're really not in that right now, right? So that's got to be yeah. a little bit of a positive. I don't feel like we're in that that group. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, last thing I got uh, is, uh, is is that, uh, did you hear the new thing that the NFL now uh, is looking to, they may ban, the. they call it the hip drop tackle. Did you hear this?
1: What, what is that?
2: Okay, it, it basically. Uh, oh, is that you
1: they, like, like roll? You'll roll like a yeah. crocodile when you have them using your body to tackle yeah. them kind of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it, and it's uh, because of the Baltimore Ravens, you know, the tight end Mark Andrews, he he got he right. was out for the yeah. year last with that ankle injury. It's because well, of yeah, that. I
1: understand that, but like, if you're a little guy, right, how are you going to tackle a big guy if you don't do that? Yeah. You're going to get trapped and, you know?
2: And the first and the first thing that I thought of when I heard this is, of course, I hate to see these injuries, but how do you officiate that? I mean, how do you officiate that, right?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. It just seems like a disaster guess, waiting to happen. If
1: you're a smaller guy, how are you going to take down a big guy if you don't do that? You know what I mean? Yeah, you that's know, true. A but
2: I, take a dog, I got you. you but do? I don't. E- I don't even see how. How do you like? I mean, you're going to see a tackle in a big spot, and it's going to be like, it's not like a horse collar. So it's, it's a lot harder yeah. to differentiate, right? And there's a lot of times yeah, that you're going to I, grab a guy, but, and it's not yeah. accidentally going to go into that kind of a role, right?
1: hundred like, percent. Sometimes maybe he's negating it, and, you get, you know, and you're just yeah. holding on,
2: you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, here you here don't here. even try to do that. You have no choice but to kind of be in that position. Especially like you said, it's like a tight end, <laughs> you know, and a cornerback back on the tight end, <laughs> you know, at the very best you're going to be in that position. So I just don't know how you really enforce that without it just becoming a nightmare, you know? That's the way I see it anyway.
1: Is it ever I change it- a change nightmare? It really is.
2: It really is. But that's why I, I figured I'd bring it up to you to see what your thoughts were about it. I knew what they would be, but I just I figured I'd throw it at you and see where you landed on this. <laughs> what a shock! <laughs> what a shock! Well, you know, it's
1: like you know. I love the other one. Like when you know, where the receiver like lowers his head at the last second, and, and and the safety you know hits him in the helmet. Like
2: what's he supposed yeah. to do? He's going yeah. in for a
1: tackle low and the receiver lowers his helmet, and then they get 50 more yards.
2: Yeah, yeah there's no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah, I, and, I know, you know exactly what you're saying. It's
1: not going it in slow motion. I mean, what are you supposed to do there? You know? Yeah, there's
2: no doubt about it. I think what you see, the one thing you've got to notice, uh, there have been a tremendous amount of quarterbacks that have now been out for the year with injuries. And as much as you hate like maybe seeing these rules, though, you kind of see why they have them, Rich. And it kind of stinks to have all these big-name quarterbacks not playing, you know? So, in, in some ways, I kind of understand where that comes from. but yeah. you know, like the two of the biggest
1: ones, you know, Rodgers and Burroughs, it had
2: nothing to do with hits. No, you're, you're right on, on, right about that. Right All right, that's our show, away. everybody. We'll see you next week. Black Friday, first time in history. Headed out to my big two-wheeler. I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains
0: and just rolled that power on. Twelve hours out of
2: Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. girl we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment, and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing.